If you are a listener of the Budget Babe podcast, that means you have goals. On this show, I discuss self-improvement with a focus on finances. Today, I'll talk about the most common forms of self-sabotage because the first step to eliminating self-sabotage is having awareness around it. You're listening to the Budget Babe Podcast. This is Ella, and I'm here to talk about living your best life without breaking your bank. Hello again. It's your host, Ella, with the Budget Babe Podcast. It's a new season of spring, as confirmed by this beautiful weather and my sinuses. And the inspiration of this episode actually comes from two different book clubs that I belong to. One is a Southern Goddess book club here in Nashville, where we recently read a book called Get Rich, Lucky Bitch. And the second is a women's leadership group within my company, where we are reading a book called How Women Rise. And for all of my goal getters out there, I do recommend both of these books. And I have them on Audible. I listen to them as I'm driving for work to give me that motivation. But the portions and where I'm going to be discussing these books and the habits, there's a common pattern in where women have goals. They're either trying to make more money or they're trying to get promoted. But in these books and in these discussion groups, we also talked about ways that we self-sabotage our goals. And from that inspiration, I have compiled a list in ways that we self-sabotage. And then we're going to talk about cutting out those self-sabotaging habits and getting closer to those goals. So let's go ahead and get in to the 10 subtle ways that we self-sabotage. And the first one is allowing ourselves to have imposter syndrome. Now, look, we have all felt like that we didn't belong in the situation that we were in or that we we're underqualified, that we're faking it till we make it, as they say. But just remember, if you're being expected somewhere and being paid to do something, well, guess what? You're qualified to do it. In fact, I guarantee there is someone in your field who is even less qualified and even less of an expert in the subject that is probably making more money than you. And we're going to end it there because comparison is the number two way that we self-sabotage ourselves. It's bad enough that we live in a society that compares us to each other. You may be in a job where you're being compared to others, or you may be in a group of people where you're constantly being compared to others. But let that comparison mindset end with you because you have something unique that you're bringing to the table, that you're bringing to your job, that you're bringing to your podcast or whatever you're putting out there and a signature way that only you can do it. So take ownership of that. Also, don't compare your belongings Because belongings, or keeping up with status, as confirmed by the simpledollar.com, is the number one way we sabotage our finances. So stuff that you buy with money is not going to bring you joy. And the energy and the intent that you put behind the money will. So that can be going into savings, giving to a cause that you care about, or buying something that you've always wanted, or something that's going to benefit your life. But just remember... Your money is very valuable, so invest and spend it wisely. That's what this podcast is about, is living your best life without breaking your bank. And I'm going to tell you something else. That money is going to bring you a lot of joy when you have an emergency and you really need it, and you don't have to worry about the money because you've already got it in a savings account. 
Number three, since this is a financial podcast, let's talk about another self-sabotaging habit, and that is neglecting to have a savings account along with having a 401k, Roth RNA, and other investments. Should I say more about that? So we're all working towards an easier life and a life with luxuries. And that means one day working that nine to five will no longer be necessary in life because you just retired and you are reaping the benefits that you sowed for all these years. And many millennials are actually striving towards the FIRE method. And FIRE, as you, in case you don't know, it's an acronym for financial independence, retiring early. And that means... You can retire while you're still young, energetic, and adventurous. I would like to think that I'm still going to be that way for the rest of my life. I'm still going to be that crazy, you know, 70 year old that's going skiing and jumping out of airplanes. That's the goal. And you know what? Even if I don't become that lady, I'm going to be living that way right now. And then talking about, you know, time going by, the number four most common self sabotaging habit is procrastination. So, whatever you do, Don't procrastinate your retirement plan. Don't procrastinate living your best life because procrastination is a huge form of self-sabotage. And speaking of which, I'm going to procrastinate talking about it for a second so you can hear from my sponsor, Anchor. Now that I'm back after I procrastinated talking about procrastination, it's obvious that this is something that I'm guilty of. And I even record many of my episodes and edit them the night before I release them. Some of these episodes I've written in an hour and recorded in an hour. Sometimes I just get on the mic and I just go to town without having an outline or anything. And while it has worked for me, it's something that I just need to stop doing because I want to put my best foot forward. And when I put my best foot forward, I'm going to give myself more time with this. I've been using... My other responsibilities as an excuse, exercising, Uh, the fact of the matter is I've also been watching, you know, trashy TV that did not contribute to my goals or relieve any stress. So procrastination in a way, I've given myself this false narrative that I actually put my best foot forward when I wait till last minute. And sometimes I do okay when I wait till the last minute, but And most of the time, it's just adding to the stress and it's putting me behind. So that is a self-sabotaging habit that I need to stop and something that we all need to stop. And something else that I used to be guilty of, but have kicked the habit since, was drinking alcohol and stress eating. So it's one thing to enjoy a drink every now and then or have a nice meal. But if you are using alcohol and food to manage anxiety, stress, or any kind of negative emotion, that is a form of self-sabotage. Because that's where you become addicted. One drink to self-soothe, saying that drinking is therapeutic and telling yourself that it's actually good for you. You're actually going to believe it and you're actually going to put more of the stuff in your system. And that's just going to lead to longer term health effects. Mindless eating is just going to add to more stress and just going to cause you to be overweight, cause you to constantly be dependent upon alcohol and just hold you back just even greater in life. So one thing that I've learned to do instead was taking long walks, doing yoga, hot, taking hot baths, any kind of self-care, because what I've learned is drinking and food are sometimes the opposite of self-care. So eating the right foods, that's a good form of self-care, but stress eating is not self-care and neither is drinking. Another way to self-sabotage is by flaking out on your plans or constantly being late. 
This just shows carelessness and will eventually prevent other people from being able to rely on you and trust you. And at the end of the day, it just sabotages important relationships. Now, I've told myself that not going to a certain social event or just showing up late is because I'm giving myself more time. But really, I shouldn't commit to something that I really don't want to do unless it's, well, just in all in all, I really shouldn't commit myself to something I don't want to do that's outside my everyday responsibilities. So, you know, just being able to say no and not committing to something I don't want to do, and that will prevent me from having to flake out or being late to something. But respect your own time because being late and flaking out just shows that you don't respect your own time. And saying yes to things that you don't want to do also shows that you don't respect your time. Then we'll go to number seven, and that's a lack of trust. So showing up late and flaking out keeps people from trusting you. But if you have a lack of trust on others, or if you tend to cast judgment or gossip about other people or talk about people behind their back, that's another way of sabotaging yourself. Now, it looks like the gossiping, casting judgment, or, you know, just yeah, not trusting people, having negative emotions towards them. You think that's more about the other person, but when you are casting judgment, that is actually going back to something that you feel about yourself. So something about that person that you are talking about has awakened an insecurity that you have. Again, the things that you notice in other people can awaken insecurities that you have. So if you find yourself gossiping, judging them silently, or just not trusting them or not liking them for any reason, that actually falls back on you. So instead of gossiping about them, just find ways to be kind. Find something that you do like about that person. And everybody's got something in them that you like. Um, I remember people told me in my 20s that it was hard to make friends as an adult. But I can honestly say that in my 30s, I have made some of the most supportive and encouraging friends that I've ever had that are in my immediate circle. And that is because the energy that I've put out there, I've seen the best in them and it seems like they see the best in me and very likely that many of you that are in my immediate circle are actually listening to this podcast. So I'm going to publicly tell you, thank you so much for sparking joy in my life and supporting me. Now, number eight, this goes back to your friend circle as well. And this is the opposite. This is having a lack of boundaries. So you may have a colleague, a relative, or acquaintance that either only once you're around, if it benefits them somehow, they don't necessarily care about you, only calls you when they need something, or they're constantly comparing themselves to you and even self-soothes themselves through subtle digs or uses you and basically basically does not have respect for you. So they want your time, but they don't respect who you are. So for all the fake friends and haters and losers, you should forgive them, but you need to forget about them. You need to stop giving time to them because your time and your energy are just too precious to invest into people who are not building you up or encouraging you. So set boundaries. If you catch somebody abusing you in any way, whether it's making nasty comments or using you or not respecting your time or basically not appreciating you, let them know how you feel. And if things don't change, you just need to cut them out of your life because there are plenty of awesome people who will be cheering you on, giving you energy and showing you how much they appreciate you. 
number nine, and that's a fine way to conclude this, don't you think? And that is number nine is holding back on giving yourself credit or not taking credit when you know that you should. So have you ever denied a compliment someone has given you? Today, for example, I personally had somebody that told me that I looked fabulous with or without makeup. The first thing that came to my head when she told me this was, oh my gosh, she's noticing that I'm not wearing makeup. And mind you, this was on a Zoom call. So usually I can just put a face together before I get on this call and I'll have a selfie light that kind of brings a certain light to my face. But when she gave me this really sweet compliment, the first thing I noticed is like, oh my gosh, she realizes I'm not wearing makeup. But at the end of the day, it was such a kind thing to say. And it really did, when I thought about the compliment, it really made my day because she said, okay, you look good with or without makeup. That is just such a kind, constructive thing to say, something to notice. And my point in telling you this story is that when someone gives you a compliment, just take it. Don't question it. Don't let it catch you off guard. Take the compliment because most people are not going to compliment you if they don't mean it. And on the other hand, if somebody says something mean to you, well, you know what? Take that for what it is. And that's an insecurity on their own self. But as I'm saying, don't be afraid to take a compliment. Don't be afraid to take credit on a project that you did. And don't be afraid to toot your own horn because that's something that we talked about in How Women Rise is we get into the habit of not wanting to toot our own horns because we don't want to offend people. But guess what? Us bragging should not offend people. It should inspire people. So brag. Feel free to brag and inspire friends to want to go out and kick ass right alongside. So speaking of compliments, let's add one more to the mix. I lied. It's not nine ways of self-sabotage. There's 10 ways of self-sabotage. And the 10th way is seeking approval or fishing for compliments. Now, when you are seeking approval or fishing for compliments, trying to impress other people intentionally, it is very easily picked up upon. And when you are seeking approval, you're not building genuine connections. So really you're just wasting your time. And when you are doing something that fulfills your unique purpose and whatever's on your heart, too many people with miserable lives will try to talk you out of it because they don't. So living for yourself, in the end of the day, you got to do what makes you happy and not worry about other people because people who worry about other people don't find happiness and don't live their best life. One of the purposes of this podcast is to live your best life. So now that I've mentioned the 10 ways of self-sabotage and I've gathered from both discussions in these book clubs, let's talk about why we engage in these self-sabotaging habits. Well, here's the kicker. There is not a true reason for self-sabotage. And this comes from a book I read about emotional intelligence. We actually self-sabotage out of the fake news that we are giving ourselves. We're giving ourselves a spin. Habits such as gossip, comparison, procrastinating, or denying credit that we may have earned, it may feel better temporarily. It may have done us favors at some point in time in our life, but it's not doing us favors anymore. It's only holding you back and it's only keeping you from achieving your goals. So let's get rid of the self-sabotaging habits. And if you find yourself engaging in any of these self-sabotaging habits, just find that exit strategy out of that self-sabotage. It's easier than you think and know that your purpose is too important for you to hold yourself back. 
So thank you again for listening. I know this was a short episode, but I hope you found a lot of value in this. I hope you found it very constructive. And as always, I really appreciate your listenership and your support for the Budget Babe podcast. Hey again, it's Ella from Budget Babe Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love it. It would mean the world to me if you would leave a review, letting me know what you think. Also, feel free to follow me on Instagram, Ella Konomic, E-L-L-A-C-O-N-O-M-I-C. I would love to connect with you and hear what you think. Thanks again.